Thanks for tuning back in Painting Pros. I'm the publisher, Pete Sobek, and I'm joined today by four pros from across the country. Thanks for joining us. Let's meet them now. Hi, I'm Dave Scaturo with Alpine Paint. Hi, my name is Adeline Amaran from Amaran Group, Miami, Florida. Hi, my name is Jason Phillips with Phillips Home Improvements. Hi, my name is Cole Kalea. I'm with Novo Painting and Property Services in Seattle, Washington. In this segment of Pro to Pro Contractor Forum, we're going to ask our four pros what's ahead for them. So, what does the future look like for your business? Cole, let's start with you. Looking ahead, we're, we're feeling actually pretty optimistic uh, about um, where we're at right now. Uh, we, we're making moves. Um, like a lot of people, you know, um, disinfecting has been um, a positive thing to keep the dice, I mean, keep our wheels um, turning. Um, we've invested into some electrostatic disinfecting um, uh, guns and backpacks, and we've actually put a lot into uh, community impact work. So uh, there's been about 20 something murals in our neighborhood um, that we partnered with the Chamber of Commerce on, and that uh, had an unreal response. You know, things from CBS News to a lot of local press coverage, and that really kept our fire burning and, and spirits high as we saw the need for community uh, community support, really. Dave, how about you? Yeah, for us, Pete, um, we anticipated that disinfecting, sanitizing, and general cleaning practices would have a big spike. Um, and we marketed pretty heavily to those services. We did not, we did not get the amount of uh, opportunities that we had anticipated. Um, I think, and, and we, we put out email blasts to almost a thousand schools within a geographic location around our headquarters. And, and um, what I think may have happened is, you know, a lot of the custodians and janitors, they're not working, you know, uh, or if, if, if they are working, right, their school's not in place, so they have opportunities to clean those schools. Um, and, and we weren't getting that work. We, we did a little bit for some municipalities. Um, we did a little bit for some office buildings. But it wasn't that huge boom. Um, where we're seeing the boom is within some of the markets that we've always worked in. So for us, it was um, warehouse distribution facilities, logistical centers. So the big Amazons, um, these large tilt-ups that you see off the Turnpike or Parkway in our areas with 300 overhead dock doors, um, they're still pumping out business. They, in their opinion, at least from my experience, it's business as usual. And um, we've secured, I mean, over 15 different properties just doing logistics centers in the last two months. Um, and, and, and it's a huge opportunity for us. Um, whereas with like interior high rises, which is another market, we have those secured. However, it's a, it's a wait and see kind of game for their residents on when they feel comfortable allowing us in their common spaces. Adeline, your thoughts? They have a lot of certifications and I'm gonna start working with government projects, which I think our president is gonna do something for us and they're gonna start open up like different projects, like government projects. So I think like here in Florida, that's what I'm going to do. Like my approach is like change a little bit. And instead of, you know, 90% of our condominium associations trying to, you know, go register in, into the governments like Jackson Health Hospital, 
I already getting a lot of, you know, emails and a lot of projects that they're going to open up for business. So I think I'm going to be okay with that. Wonderful. But definitely I have to change my, you know, my approach. I yeah. have to go like from residential condominium associations to government projects. I want to get, get to sort of a, um, uh, uh, end point here with really one of my favorite questions that I ask painting contractors, which is what advice would you give to a painting contractor that's considering entering um, the painting contracting world or one that is just starting out? And I was referencing Jason because I loved what he said and I have the advantage of having read some of his stuff where he said, I wouldn't, I would just stop trying to reinvent the wheel every time by myself that there's people that have come before me um, that I can learn lessons from and it was a really powerful message but um, I'll, I'll let you explain it better Jason and I hope everybody else uh, responds to the advice question again knowing that there's going to be different levels of contractors tuning in to our chat here well, thanks, Pete. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> most people don't go to school to learn how to be a painting contractor, maybe to be a painter, but not to be a painting contractor. And somehow you just end up there. There's two or three typical channels where you, where you come in that door. But if you're just starting out or, you, or you're about to start out, the, the, the first thing I would say is you've got to treat your business like a business. And there are best practices uh, that you need to discover and learn and implement in your business or else you're eventually as you grow your business uh, you're going to uh, turn into its slave and honestly it should be it should be working for you most people you know they want to come into uh, they want to be a contractor or go into business for themselves so they can uh, be their own boss earn more money come and go as they please retire buy a bigger house whatever and it really boils down to uh, you know, time, money, and freedom most of the time, unless you inherited or were raised in it, right? But what happens is when you grow, when you grow your business, um, it, it becomes very needy. It's like trying to put out a, a fire with gasoline and it's going to take all of your time and all of your time. And so the very thing that you got into the business for is so elusive, the time, money, and the freedom. And when you can you know, put the right processes in place and systemize your business, you can have time, money, and freedom, and that's and that's huge. And uh, you know, one thing I would say is, uh, if you're, you're specifically value your leads from every step of the way, starting with before they hit your website, and know and track every every touch point of a of a prospect of a customer of a repeat customer, and value and maximize the value of that uh, of that lead throughout its lifetime and that will that will serve you well because that's an area of big waste is uh things that fall off the radar cole any additional thoughts business is business same thing jason saying you know you have to you have to get your mindset into being a business person and not the painter right thinking up outside of the bucket versus in the bucket because a lot of times i think that when we make the jump from painter to contractor and business owner, uh, a lot of times our, the mind stays in the painting mind, right? It's not to say that we like we're, we're, we're not thinking about our craft and the product we, we put out, that's a given. But the, the, the skill sets and the demand that Jason mentioned is spot on. It's gonna, it's gonna call on you from different angles that it has nothing to do with paint, really. You know, it's gonna be a challenge and you should be uh, prepared to build skills that you didn't think you needed, 
right, as a painter. Uh, and, and every day um, from calls like this uh, and webinars like this to, you know, meeting Jason at APC uh, at, and, and getting involved with groups like that, there's a lot of support systems, I feel, that are available um, to, to painters or, or tradesmen wanting to be business, business people. And I think at the end of the day, we have to embrace that. And, and the second thing I would say is to really discover and be selfish a little. Like, why, why am I doing this? Like, what am I in the business for? Like, what, what do I hope that the business can provide me? Because if we're all being honest, at the end of the day, I mean, we did this for a reason, right? We're, we're trying to progress ourselves, but also not forget about the people that are helping us progress. We want to help them progress too. And in the trades, um, a lot of times it can be cutthroat, you know, on the, in the field level. And what I tell people all the time is, hey, we're, we're trying to help you get from A to B. If it happens that you, you're trying to get to C and I can't offer you C, I'm going to cheer you out the door and maintain our, our relationship because at the end of the day, we all live in the same place. We're all people. I respect you as a person and we never know when we're going to encounter each other again. You know, and I think in our trade, sometimes a lot of relationships with our production staff and the office get soured. And sometimes in, in, in how things are dealt with. Ironically, that's a, a, a value point that I hit on when I, when I track people to work with us. Um, but be selfish a little, like, like, you know, map it out. Like, where, where do you hope your business takes you? And, 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 and it's okay to be a little selfish, I think, about it. Um, as long as your values are right and you're not trying to step on people, I think at the end of the day, um, I, think, I think it's healthy. Dave, any additional thoughts? I would jump in and say embody the characteristics of success. So um, find something you're passionate about. If you're entering into this industry, it better be something that turns you on every day because it's a grind. When you're a service provider, um, you're only as good as your last job. Every single day when you show up, you have to earn it um, and, and create a reputation of success. Um, surround yourself, as Cole said, with, with really great people, um, from your office staff to your, your field craftsmen. Make sure that you're hiring the right people with the right attitudes, the right work ethic, because those people are going to advance you tenfold, whereas the wrong people will drag you back down. Um, focus on what you can control. Avoid the distractions. Um, don't allow things to get you off that straight laser-like path that you should have to what success looks like for you and your company. Um, never take pity on yourself um, and, and, and create a, a priority list. Every day, wake up and say, I'm going to take over this day. I'm going to take control of my destiny and, and write down those things that are going to get you to that, that success, that finish line. I like that pity remark. Like, <laughs> man, that, that's good. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> that was really my, good. <laughs> well, my recommendation uh, to any, any person, not a painter or a contractor that are going to start a business. I think that there's some, criteria that you know you always have to be honest with your clients always tell the truth and don't lie about any magic particular product that you're gonna sell that it's gonna change you know the outcoming of the project i think that's that's the best thing 
And as they said, whatever you're going to do, do what you love. Do it with all your heart. Because in my particular case, I stopped working with my father and I went to law school because I always want to be an attorney. And like after like my third semester, I was like, you know what? This is not me. I don't have nothing to do with this. I love construction. I love what I do. And I'm going to go back, you know, to be a contractor. And I think that's the first, you know, as Dave said, love what you do and always be honest, tell the truth. And your employers are very important. You know, like in my case, I don't feel that they're my employers. I think that I have a teamwork. And sometimes I have lunch with them. I, you know, I invite them to a party in my house. And they worked with my father like for 10 years and now they're working with me and I feel them, you know, like my people, they're my teamwork and I always treat them as persons, not as the, you know, as the painter that doesn't have any school, doesn't have any knowledge. So I think it's very important. Be humble. That is such solid advice from all of you. Um, There's an old saying, um, we are judged by the company we keep. As entrepreneurs, that's a double entendre. We're judged by the company that we run and we keep. We're also judged by the people around us, the company we keep. I have to tell you, all four of you make me very proud (laughs) to be in your company and part of this industry. On behalf of PPC Magazine, I would like to thank our four painting pros for all of their valuable business insights and sharing with us their personal stories. Look for more pro-to-pro contractor forums ahead. I'm Pete Sovic, and we'll see you next time.